Okay, everybody, we're moving along to AFC South. We're going to break down the Tennessee Titans today. Questions we'll answer. Who replaces A.J. Brown's production? Will the Titans alleviate any burden from Derrick Henry's shoulders? And who should you draft on your draft night, Traylon Burks or Robert Woods? First, let's address some offensive changes that happened over this offseason. They let two longtime staples to their offensive line leave. In free agency, Roger Saffold and David Kessenberry both signed with Buffalo. Uh, they traded for Robert Woods and they signed Austin Hooper, two new pieces in that crafted receiving core. And most significantly regarding to that receiving core, they traded A.J. Brown on draft night, as we all know. Instead, they opted to select Traylon Burks as his replacement. Back to that offensive line, though, we'll touch up in the passing game in a little bit. In the rushing game, the O-line is very concerning in my mind. They really didn't find any replacement for Saffold or Kessenberry. They're just digging into their depth chart. They did select uh, Nicholas petit Freyer from Ohio State, but he's a development piece. He's not a day-one impact guy. So the offensive line is concerning. I think it's going to be tough trudging for any sort of yardage. However, if there's any running back to make a bad offensive line look good, it is Derrick Henry. He's fully healthy. He does need more help than what he will receive. I'm not expecting them to. They did draft Hassan Haskins in the fourth round, but I'm not expecting them to have a complimentary back. It's Derrick Henry's backfield. Um, With that being said, if you draft Derrick Henry, you absolutely need to get Hassan Haskins because with that high volume that he's due to see, Derrick Henry's one of the biggest risks to draft this year especially coming off of an injury last year, although he made a full recovery just in time for the playoffs. Um, That wear and tear still matters. And last year you saw he carried the ball over 27 carries per game, and that's too much volume for a guy. It it showed it led to his injury and his demise for last season. In 2020, he had 378 carries on the year. So he's definitely seen the large workload all of his most recent career um i have him projected to have 349 attempts on the year which would be 30 less than that 2020 season and like 80 less than what he was on track for last season um i think yards are going to be hard to come by i don't see him averaging much more than four yards per carry i i, I think the more you feed him the less efficient he's going to be especially with this weak offensive line Nonetheless, I have him for over 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns on the ground. That's just how much volume he's going to get. Again, if you draft Derrick Henry, you you need to reach for Hassan Haskins if you have to. Uh, You need to make sure you have the handcuff. In the passing game, it's going to be a group effort to replace A.J. Brown's production. Nobody in this offense is as dominant as he was of a receiver They have Robert Woods and Traylon Burks to pair as a really nice one-two punch. I I can only expect good things from them. Robert Woods is on track. He tore his ACL in week 10 last year. He's on track to make a week one recovery. There's videos of him participating in OTAs. He looks good as if he never got injured last year. Traylon Burks, on the other hand, is having a rough adjustment to the life of a professional athlete. He's seen not being able to finish practice in OTAs early on. However, I I think that's just a rough adjustment simply. He's got five months until the season, well, more like three to four. But I'm, I'm not worried at all. He's still a, an elite athlete. 
as a professional athlete, he's going to be fine by week one. I wouldn't weigh too much into his struggles. Um, Nick Westbrook was really the only constant receiver out there for Tannehill. We know AJ Brown missed four games last year. Julio Jones missed seven as a wide receiver too. So Tannehill, I'm projecting him to have over 200 more passing yards in last year and five more touchdowns. And I think that's justified because of the lack of inconsistency within his receiving options last year. Uh, I think it just makes the biggest difference to have Robert Woods, Traylon Burks out on the field the whole year, Austin Hooper as well out on the field the whole year. As long as if this group stays healthy, which I can only project them to, Ryan Tannehill is going to take another step forward from last year. He had a bad year last year. I don't think it's a new norm with him. He's proven before that that he was a he was a solid, respectable top 12, top 15 quarterback. I don't see last year being the new trend. Austin Hooper, on the other hand, he has upside to finish as a top 12 tight end this year. He's another sleeper. I think there's plenty of opportunity in this Tennessee offense for the tight end position. You go back two years ago and you see Johnny Smith. He averaged 10 points per game. He only finished as tight end 16, but he was like 10 points away from finishing as tight end six or seven. So I think there, there's opportunity. And Hooper has the history, the pedigree to finish high. He he paired together some nice seasons in Cleveland. And I think he was in Atlanta beforehand. Um, so yeah, he's got that history. I think he's a guy that if you draft him as your backup tight end, he could blossom into something more than that. And Derrick Henry, he's going to not very contribute that much in the receiving game. Nonetheless, he's going to be there. Final fantasy projections. I have Tannehill finishing with four less points than last year, right around that QB 12 mark once again. Henry, I'm projecting to finish with over 270 points. I have him right around that top five running back mark. He's still an elite player. He just comes with a lot of risk. And one of the areas of ambiguity that I forgot to mention was that we just don't know if he's going to see that maximum volume. Is Mike Rabel going to listen to him and uh, get a complimentary back to give him some, some rest during the games? Or is he going to be ground and pound into the ground again? I feel like it's going to be the latter. And I think if that's the case, you definitely need his handcuff. Another kind of area that regarding with Tannehill that we don't really know is if he's going to be comfortable with his new receiving core. When he came to Tennessee, A.J. Brown was a, a rookie. Corey Davis was still a pretty young guy. They all could learn the offense together. Now he Tannehill has been here for a while, so he's comfortable himself, but he's got to teach the ropes with Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, Austin Hooper. All three of his top targets are new in this offense, so is it going to gel together or not? I guess that's just a general concern I have. I think it will. They're all professionals. Robert Woods is a, a veteran along with Hooper. I think they understand what it takes. And another area that could uh, sway my projections one way or another is will there be a go-to guy like A.J. Brown last year or is it going to be 2020 where A.J. Brown and Corey Davis both do damage? I have Robert Woods getting 110 targets to Traylon Burks 91. Uh, both of them finishing within two points of each other, though, for the year. Woods at that 200-point mark on the dot. Traylon Burks at 197. Um, so I think both of them are going to be right around wide receiver 30. Both are discounted right now. Robert Woods is a cheaper value, though. You should draft Robert Woods on 
draft night. There we go. Answered all the questions. There's your Tennessee breakdown. Thanks for following, guys. Please share this and follow us on Twitter at Wagney Fantasy.